Welcome to episode 69 of the Influencer Podcast. Now, today we are talking about the five PR tips that every blogger should be using, but most aren't. And I am super excited for today's episode because as some of you may know, with my 11 plus year background in PR and now as an influencer, one of my favorite topics to talk about is really blending the two. I have a lot of experience here and I have a lot to say here. And also, I think that it really is one of the things that has made me stand out as an influencer is really my experience and my background in PR. But even if you have zero background with publicity or PR, do not worry about that. That is why I am here. I am here for you. And that is what this week's show is all about, especially since a lot of influencers I know don't have a publicist or a PR background. So maintaining your own sense of PR for your brand is really crucial, but it can also be honestly quite intimidating. And sometimes you kind of feel lost in the shuffle, right? So you can hear more about when it's time to hire a publicist in the Influencer Insights episode number 20 that I did that just aired this past Monday. You can go over to juliesolomon.net forward slash II20 for that. But today we're going to be covering the five PR tips that every blogger should be using today to grow their brand. And really the tips that you can actually put into action right after this episode. So that's really exciting. They're super simple. They're incredibly effective. And really believe me when I say that this is going to kind of help you weave your personality more into your brand and into your business in order to organically grow and sell more. So let's dive right on into it, shall we? Before we dive in, I want to give my warm appreciation to our reviewer of the week. Today's reviewer is Bean Bean Bean, and she says, I have loved listening to Julie and her guests on my morning commute to work. I started a fashion blog and am hoping to become a more serious micro-influencer and have learned so much from her. Julie has so much insight and knows just what to ask her guests to get the most out of the conversation so that her listeners leave with invaluable insight. I start each morning off so inspired and ready to seize the day. Well, thank you so much for popping in, sharing your feedback. I so appreciate it. I am so thrilled to hear that you are getting so much feedback, especially being um, kind of a newbie blogger and just starting out. So I love to hear that. And I love to know that no matter where you're starting on this journey, you can really gain gleams from our amazing guest. I know I do too. So thank you so much. And I want to hear from more of you who listen in each week. So please make sure to subscribe to the Influencer Podcast over on iTunes, Give us a review, and then I will highlight your review in an upcoming episode. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. Each week, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist and New York Times bestselling publicist, takes you behind the scenes with successful influencers, bloggers, and industry elites in conversation to share how they engage, persuade, and grow their unique influence. Her mission is to share exclusive insider tips, wisdom, and action-based tools to help you strengthen, monetize, and build your own industry-leading influence. So number one, you gotta embrace social media. And I would think that everyone listening here has probably got this wrapped around their brain to some point now, but I think it's always important to kind of come back to this foundation. As a publicist, I always told my clients to do this, but it was harder as a blogger, if you would believe it or not. If you can get over the fear and instead think of social media as this free platform to really market yourself in a way that's truly relatable to your brand, you're going to win. Being authentic here is important. I know we talk about that all the time. 
And of course, consistently engaging on social media is important, but I want to dive a little bit deeper today in what this means for 2018 and 2019 in terms of engagement and clarity and really building out your brand. So it's one thing to embrace social media, but it's quite another to actually use it as an engagement to help your business grow forward. And what I mean by this is a lot of bloggers and influencers think that they can just start a social media page get on there every so often, you know, do the affiliate thing or do the, Hey, how was your day? Or look at me here or look at me there traveling thing. And then that's all that they really need to do. But as we know, engagement is a two-way street. When you get on social media to really embrace it, you have to really compliment it as much as you're wanting it to compliment you. And what I mean by this is when you get on consistently on this platform, it's not just about the content that you're putting out there, but it's really about your audience that is there and the content that they need from you. So when you go to engage on social media in order to make this a two-way street, you have got to start asking questions to your audience about about what it is they want to see from you, why it is that they're following you, what it is that they're really needing from you, and most importantly, asking yourself this question, why do I pick up my phone every day to get on social media? If you are not super clear with that answer of why you are showing up on the platform every day, then you're going to be lost in the shuffle before you even dive into the shuffle. So it's really important that you have a clear understanding of why it is that you're getting into social media so you can embrace it more effectively. So that would be my first takeaway for you today. I want you to write that question down and then I want you to sit with that and answer it. And that question again is, why do I pick up my phone every day to engage on social media. Your number two tip today is networking. There really is no such thing now that we're in 2018 with social media as having too many relationships, right? Really having that desire to want to connect on the social platform. If you are on there, then you have this desire, clearly. It truly is about connection. But it's more than just showing up to the platform. It's really about connecting and participating in the platform, really setting the intention, really following up in a cool and authentic way and not really asking for something from your audience, but really just trying to build that relationship. And I know that this can be really, really hard for those what we call introverts out there. Um, Maybe they post a picture, but they're afraid to show up on Instagram story, or maybe they do a little bit of posting, but they're not as consistent because they don't really know what to say and they don't want to say the wrong thing. Maybe they don't want to bother someone with too much content, or maybe they do photos that they only show kind of half of their body and not really their face. I actually had one client a couple of years ago that she constantly did that. And she was wondering why her engagement was tanking. And I said, well, no one ever sees your face. No one can connect with you because there's not that face-to-face connection that can happen because you're only showing us your clothes from the neck down. So to me, all of this kind of falls under that umbrella of networking on a social media platform. You have to show up. You have to be engaging. And what I mean by that is really asking questions, listening to what your audience is needing or wanting from you, and really applying that to your brand and showing up in that way. It's really easy on social media, more than something like in in a real live event, to network, to relationship build, to build those connections, especially if you're an introvert, because you do kind of have the buffer of of the computer screen or of your phone screen, right? But this is giving you an opportunity to really dive in and to meet people where they are in a truly unique kind of way. So my 
Second, I guess, takeaway today with networking for you would be in what ways could you show up differently that you've kind of been stopping yourself? Maybe you've wanted to do an Instagram live, but you're scared to do it. Or maybe you've been wanting to post more consistently, but you've been afraid that you're going to say the wrong thing. Could I just challenge you to potentially just do it and see what happens? You can always delete it if you don't feel like it's hitting the mark. But just putting yourself out there, being just a little bit more vulnerable in how you're connecting with people on social media could really, really help in the long run. So I'm challenging you to do that today. If you take me up on that challenge, please tag me and hashtag me because I want to see what you did and I want to see how it's different than what you were doing before. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. Number three, and of course, you know that I'm going to love talking about this, pitching yourself. You gotta pitch yourself as a blogger if you're wanting to build a brand on social media. There's just no other way around it. You gotta get yourself out there. And a lot of people come to me about this because people get confused, right? They don't know how to properly pitch themselves. Again, they don't wanna come across as bothering somebody. They're they're afraid to hit the send button on the email. But whatever field you're in, whatever niche you're in, even if you have five followers or five million followers, you gotta be confident in what you're bringing to the table. And when you are confident in that, and then you're going to be able to properly pitch yourself. And one of the biggest things that I see, the biggest mistake that I see bloggers do when it comes to pitching themselves is that they'll try it once, they don't get the feedback that they were hoping for, and so they never try it again. And what I always try to remind them of is I say, look, it's not what happened that is affecting you. It is when your expectation of what was supposed to happen got violated, right? So you were pitching yourself. You expected to get some kind of response. You didn't. And so you felt after that point that either you did something wrong or that you're not worthy enough of what you're trying to do. And therefore you don't try again. And that is one of the worst things that you can do as an influencer or blogger, because I'm telling you as a publicist, you are going to be hearing no, 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 far more times than you are going to be hearing. Yes. It is just the nature of the beast. It is just what happens. You got to hear all of those no's first so you can start finding your yes. But I promise you, all of those no's are worth it. For every five no's that I've gotten from a pitch that I've sent out, that one yes that I got literally gave me the confidence that I needed to continue to do what I wanted to do and to continue to build the brand that I was wanting to build. So if you are someone that is having trouble with this, I do want to encourage you to sign up for my free webinar. It's all about pitching. It's completely free. You can go to pitchitperfect.net forward slash webinar if you have not yet. 
We have literally had countless listeners of this podcast tell me via DMs and via emails that they listened to this webinar, they took the journey of the webinar, and then actually got their first brand deal after just watching the webinar just the free webinar. It's amazing. The free webinar is going to tell you how I really walk through my journey of pitching as a blogger. I give you a ton of free information, free tips. Um, I really give you kind of the lay of the land of how to write the email out. I give you that as well. And then I share with you all about Pitch It Perfect, which of course is my pitch program that I have that if you want to dive deeper into pitching and really start to legitimize your career as a blogger, that will help you do that. But I would recommend taking the free webinar first and just seeing how much that will help you transform and whatever you do, even if you don't take the free webinar, just don't give up. Do not give up. Do the pitching, send the email, even if you're terrified, that is fine, but send the email. And if you get a no, or if you don't get a response, just don't give up. Tip number four, stay current, stay updated and stay consistent. What I mean here is that you got to keep everything on your social media platforms updated, meaning your website, making sure that the URL works, your email, if you're sharing that, your location, what other kind of gleams that you're sharing in your bio, making sure if you have an elevator pitch that it is clearly seen in the bio. So people that are coming to your pages know exactly who you are, what you do and how you serve. Your content may be amazing, but if you you don't take the time to update those social facts that we tend to kind of forget about after the first time we post them, you're not going to be staying on top of your brand. You really have to keep in mind that your bio is kind of like the front door to your social media palace, right? So if that front door is not curated, if it is not clean, if it is not up to date, a lot of people may not want to come in. So it's really important that you keep your uh, you keep your bio updated, you keep that clean, you keep that current, and then also you wanna make sure that your pictures are also up to date and then they look the same across all of your platforms. So for example, if I have a photo on Facebook, it's gonna be the same photo that I have on Twitter and on Pinterest and on my Instagram. I do this because I want people to be able to remember me in their mind, their photographic memory of who I am. And if I'm showing them 50,000 different pictures as a bio picture, as a profile picture on all of my different platforms, they're going to have a harder time remembering who I am. Whereas if I show them the same picture throughout all of my platforms, they're going to know, oh, hey, that's Julie Solomon. I follow her on Instagram. I'm going to follow her over here too. So that is why the cohesiveness here is really important. Number five is to toot your own horn and get some testimonials. Whether you have clients or brands that want to sing your praises, or even a professor or a colleague, if you're brand new at this, the more that you have people standing beside you, supporting you, being your cheerleader, the more it's going to resonate with your followers. If people are short on time, you can always send them a quick little questionnaire about your work so that they have an outline of sorts of what you're wanting from them. But the key here is to try to pull together some kind of testimonials that are really going to help you be able to share with your followers, be it on social media and really on your blog too, how great you are at the work that you do. So you want to be able to do this because if you can't show your followers how you are tooting your own horn, how you are sharing your good news, then how do you really expect them to want to do it as well? 
So thinking about it from that perspective, and again, you can just send whether it's a brand that you've worked with or an old professor or an old boss, just send them a quick couple of questions of, hey, I'm wanting to add this to my social media page. I'm wanting to share this with my followers. I'm wanting to add this to my blog. Would you mind writing me a quick testimonial about the work that I did for you, how amazing it was, how great it was working with me? And you can use that not only there, but even with your resumes and when you're trying to pitch more brands to get more brand deals, you can show them how you worked with other brands and the great feedback that that brand had from working with you. So that is it for today. As a roundup, the five PR tips to growing your brand online are embrace social media, network, pitch yourself, stay updated on social media, and get those testimonials. And if you're wanting all of these in one place to refer back to, I've created a free freebie for you that does just that. You can head over to juliesolomon.net forward slash six nine to get that free tip sheet full of these five PR tips. Before you go, remember to screenshot this episode, share it with me over on Instagram, my favorite place to hang out, and tag me at Jules Solomon and hashtag the influencer podcast because I always love to see who you are, where you are, and where you're listening alongside me. Wanting even more influencer podcast goodness and to connect with like-minded influencers? Join our Facebook community for daily tips on how to up-level your business and chat with myself and other listeners. All you gotta do is visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the influencer podcast to be a part of this wonderful community. Are you ready to create your own industry-leading influence? For show notes, downloads, and action-based tips, head to www.theinfluencerpodcast.com, where you can find out more about this week's episode, guest, and our host, Julie Solomon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please take a minute to go to iTunes and leave a review so we can help other influencers like yourself build their own successful business.